Uh, so, is Rage Against the Machine reuniting for Riot Fest in 2019? Uh, yeah, the mic picked up pretty well. So try not to fidget with it too much, but also... Please check one, two. It. Check, check. Yeah. <laughs> Open up this fucking bitch. Open up this fucking podcast. <laughs> Are you motherfuckers ready? Oh no, oh no, we're fixed squealing here. Turn it down it's, a little uh, bit. Yeah. Have you seen the meme of that kid who does the uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog rant? No. Yeah, and it's like this kid. He's in his room and he's got his backpack on. So he clearly just came home from school. Okay. Turned his camera on. Throws his backpack down. and just goes. You freaking freaks! And he's like a kid who's screaming, and he doesn't. Your he obviously. What will you learn? What will you learn? And your actions have consequences. You freaking freaks! It is like it's it's so good. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it, but it's it's obviously a joke because of the fact that it's so ridiculous. Yeah. But also I, at the same time, there are people who who like actually, are legit, oh yeah. legit like that. To well, be fair, like, there was that one dude who like stuck a remote up his ass. Yeah, that's what I was thinking that, about. And that, his mom was like, "The fuck." Yeah, wasn't he on? Uh, he was on some <laughs> TV Tosh show. Just, yeah, and he, there was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, I just did that." Isn't that still a show? I don't Probably know. not. I stopped paying attention to him. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that it's. Uh, it wasn't. It was fine. I like that I have yellow one. Oh, this is nice. How very on brand. I try to color code everything just so I can remember. Because if I remember numbers, every time I plug these in, it's like one, two, three, four, and I'm like, that's uh, not how writing works. That's not how cognitive. Yeah, like, but then I remember works. that uh, Zoom is a Japanese company, oh. and so I'm like, oh, that makes sense that, from yeah. the manufacturer, not from the intended uh, customer. Well, yes. I guess. Welcome to uh, the the Emo Social Club podcast. Greetings, fellow kids. Children. <laughs> what up, Lawman is dead. We have somebody wow. in the chat. Oh, my God, wait. Oh, shit. Hey, Ben, what's up? Oh, shit. <laughs> we got Ben in the chat. <laughs> uh, yeah, we are here with Mo from Riot Fest. Hello, it is I, Mo, from yeah. Riot Fest. <laughs> from Riot Fest. That's how you go, and I assume. Internet, I guess. Yeah, the internet. <laughs> I always assume that when somebody works for, I don't know, a, a big, bigger, bigger company. yeah, an organization, a yeah. group, or whatever, it's like, yeah, I'm this from that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I get introduced as it, so it's whatever, an acceptance. That, yeah. Yes, I do. You trademark it at this point, probably. <laughs> Let's be honest. Mo from Riot Fest. Oh, well. <laughs> Isn't there, there, is there somebody uh, who is, there was somebody from Riot Fest who says they're like this from Riot Fest, isn't there? Um,. Maybe. Does anybody do that? I mean, besides the Riot Fest Twitter guy. Well, I mean, yeah. like, there's really no other person that's like, yeah, I'm, I'm this person from Riot Fest. <laughs> yeah. We usually try not to introduce ourselves that way, just because like it seems a little pompous, but other people introduce us that way. <laughs> so <laughs> they so do the work. You're for kind us. of continuously like, yelling at people like, don't, don't sing that. Like, my name is Mo. 
that the Riot Fest part isn't in my birth certificate. But, uh, <laughs> that was an <laughs> option, well, not a... Uh, in that birth certificate. Right, there's yeah. nothing else. that when I was born. <laughs> like, she's going to probably work for a local <laughs> punk rock festival someday. We're just going to go ahead and add that on there. Who don't even know what a Riot Fest is. <laughs> don't know if it exists, but just in don't case. Know, don't know if that's something we should write here, but we'll, we'll take the chance. Uh, I'm sipping some Red Bull just to... Oh, hey, Ben. You're eating yogurt. You say hi, Mo, and then you follow us like a good friend. Well, I love oh, that. I love, love you eating your probiotics in. Yeah, them good, delicious dairy probiotics. <laughs> <laughs> or is it non-dairy? There's almond milk yogurt. That and sounds I, really good, though. I, I was honestly a little bit disappointed with it, personally. It was kind of watery. Oh, bummer. Very disappointed. Did you, like, mix it up? Or did I you just, did. Like, no, I, I, like, mixed okay. it up. I put some <laughs> granola in it. So I put some honey, you know, flavored it up. I have this this discussion <laughs> with a lot of people, and this is the no. The, hold on, this is this is the the content that our audience comes here for, and this is the spicy takes that I choose to have on the internet on broadcast. But I believe that in now it's 2019, and I've had this argument many years, and I've always named the year. I believe that in 2019, fruit on the bottom yogurt is fucking bullshit. I think you can remix that shit for us. And we can just get to the end. <laughs> Guys, that has been our podcast. I want to thank <laughs> everybody for coming by. All I'm saying is, like, you can give us mixed yogurt. We don't need the fruit on the bottom. That's work for me. Are we talking about like fruit compote or actual fruit? I'm talking like when you go when you open up the lid the lid to the yogurt, it is just yogurt and then it says fruit on the bottom. Go dig for it, you asshole. It writes that. You'll play. But is it, is it Not like a the sponsor. jelly fruit, the compote, or actual real-ass fruit? I think it's a compote. It's whatever comes in the pre-packaged. Pre- 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 but I think, There's like, both. logistically, it makes more sense to not mix it. So just in case, like, the berry part or the whatever ruins the lifespan yeah. of the yogurt part. Just thinking logistics. Yeah. I'm trying to <laughs> see. Yeah, compote does heat longer. And like, what if it's like a mixed berry, but you don't like mm-hmm. one of the berry flavors in it? Because I know sometimes I don't do that because I don't no. like strawberries. Don't Another don't buy, buy that yogurt. What, if what I'm my saying only is, option. you don't buy a, it at all. As a consumer, I want my job to be already done for me when I dig That's into just my a snack. Really lazy American view. Yeah. Sorry, that this communist thing yes. you were watching earlier really no. changed my <laughs> Listen. <laughs> yes. I am lazy and I want as a consumer to have my job done for me. Immediately starting it. Well, it's a really good thing that they make already mixed yogurt for yeah. you. They do. American. They do. But I'm like, get rid of the option. Like, just take the option away. Give us only the option of fully mixed yogurt. So and go. The go-gurt. only option was like coffee black. If like you pre-mixed? want to eliminate like mixed things or like non, I want things, yeah. We have to do it across the platform. That's yeah, we fine have to be because equal. I don't drink black coffee. Yeah, I drink black coffee. Yeah, communism. Com- you don't <laughs> want to hear get my rant same. as a barista for six <laughs> years. We all get a, the same. Drink black coffee like an adult. <laughs> You know, there's like a opinion. unpopular <laughs> opinion. Unless you, unless you like you work at like pain. Intelli or Counterculture or something, yeah. then you definitely agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you do. I, I mean, I buy the the mixed coffee, like the frappuccinos and stuff, and 
you're the bane of my existence. I, I'm not, Don't I buy talk them sometimes. to me until sometimes. you have done frappy hour with so I've much syrup in your hours. hair that you cannot move it through or I... undo your fringe from the, all the syrup. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. I, I haven't have done that. Strong, see, I you were like ready to just like go into a breakdown. You're like, all right, everybody. <laughs> listen. You had, I was a Starbucks barista and supervisor for three years at a drive-thru right off the, hot, the expressway. Don't at yeah. me. <laughs> Don't at me. Don't ever come to a frappy hour again. Listen, I, let's talk. <laughs> All right. Well, that was our uh, food intro. Yeah, we don't <laughs> usually have typical intros because we're bad at intros. So it's just really like yeah. uh, off cuff. And we're we're entertaining <laughs> three viewers now. Hi guys. Hi. Welcome wow. to the welcome sorry. to the stream. I'm so sorry that you're here. <laughs> we are too. <laughs> we're gonna have a good time. We're gonna have some food arguments on the emo social pod. Can't yeah. Wait. But well, we can uh, start off with going over, if you want to briefly introduce yourself for anybody who may not know who you are, follow you on Twitter or Instagram, or stalk you on Facebook. Um, <laughs> hi, I'm Mo. <laughs> um, uh, I work with Riot Fest as a graphic designer and then other shit during the festival. And I also am a freelance designer, and um, I run a funny Twitter sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think I'm funny, but other people who don't know me for that know me as, like, <laughs> The support your fellow rocker, like good morning fellow rocker mm. person that tweets. So yeah, if you don't follow me on Twitter, it is <laughs> at underscore M-O-D-O-R-O. -O. <laughs> Love that. So how did you get started doing the at your fellow rocker um, thing? Because I've been following you and I start seeing you doing it and I'm like, oh, that's kind of cute. And then it just became really repetitious and then it, it kind of became a new brand for you. Yeah. So like I usually I would have these moments where I always like tweet good morning and then like something inspirational. But it was never, like, fellow rocker, like, verbatim. And then I think I sent an email to somebody that was just, like, signed yours, your fellow rocker, Mo. And I was like, yo, wait, what? <laughs> I started something. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> what if I just addressed everybody as a fellow rocker? Yeah. Because, like, I think everybody's a fellow rocker. But adopting that into my quote-unquote personal brand has sort of become a thing in like 2018 leading into this year so that's pretty cool i guess <laughs> you made like t-shirts right or at least the design for it uh, and some no. i think you tweeted that somebody I, like stole yeah, your design so and like tried to put it on a t-shirt yeah or it was technically it wasn't my design because it was stylized but like that sort of stuff like i did a cool little doodle thing and then somebody who was just like a bot account on twitter mm. just like put it on a shirt and i was like yo wait hold on like <laughs> this isn't cool, please don't do this. Um, even if, like, my work is stylized or, like, regardless mm. of what I do or anything like that, like, don't put other people's shit on T-shirts without asking them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very fair. Stealing. <laughs> not right. <laughs> did your parents ever teach you stealing is not cool? Bot who did this? Bot? How <laughs> dare you? Bot. How dare you, algorithm? <laughs> Lawman is dead asks, has anyone ever been to Rockford, Illinois? Yeah. And yeah. I don't usually go out that way. That's a little like thirty minutes up north from where I live in the burbs. So I know that's I where you're refrain. from, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, my now former band used to play at District a few times. <laughs> it was totally fine. It was totally <laughs> fine. Start somewhere. <laughs> it was totally fine. I'm not in any way affected by it. Um, yeah, I I wanted to get you on this podcast actually because of your Twitter because you posted 
probably one of my favorite tweets <laughs> about podcasting that I've seen. And there's a lot of people oh. who like make jokes about podcasts, oh, no. uh, but that you like. <laughs> I loved it because you did like kind of the Weezer thing where you posted your tweet as like the cover art to your oh, fake yeah. podcast <laughs> and that it'd just be a 45 minute episode of you screaming. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was really hard because recording like even like the fake stuff in it, like I had to find music that sounded like podcast mm -hmm. music and then I had to make sure it wasn't like licensed because <laughs> like can't do that these <laughs> days. <laughs> and then like the screaming part my roommates were home so like, <laughs> and i like my <laughs> my room's echoey so it's just like ah. <laughs> or like i had to like put a pillow over it and, like yeah. always ah. soundproof it <laughs> i loved when you like randomly went into like an ad <laughs> like this is sponsored they, by and i'm like sponsored by what? CD. <laughs> like, oh that's too good that is too good Oh God, that yeah. just, it made me laugh. So that's when I was like, I need to get you on our podcast now <laughs> because I'm going to make this actually happen. Yeah. So I mean, for the next 45 minutes, we're just going to scream. Yeah. It's group therapy. You scream. <laughs> Usually mean, there's like baby guilt sometimes, but. Pretty therapeutic, mm -hmm. I'd say. Yeah. Um, so you're a graphic designer for Riot Fest. So I know you've designed a lot of the posters you, you've done a lot of posters for like some of the bands that uh like not just for the festival but like riot fest presents so bands that are coming through town playing at the other venues um i know you did sleep on its photo or a, a poster recently yes yeah. i did i did do sleep on its um for a poster that they're going on yeah everybody always like uh <laughs> is like mo rock this poster mo did so good on this and then i'm like all right cool i'm gonna put her on the podcast a because she's funny and b because now i just want you to do all graphic design <laughs> so our thing is like graphic design is our passion and then we like really try and then it just it doesn't work all the time yeah <laughs> it's all right graphic design is pretty accessible and like unless you want to turn it into a career then that's the only time yeah no i don't <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> i don't i use adobe illustrator once in college to look for like a whole class and i did this really awful draw like redesign drawing like trace of scott pilgrim and i it that's like a super art kid thing to do actually yeah. <laughs> you know what College was a really rough time for me. <laughs> I transferred out of that college to another one immediately after, and I still have that photo, this really screwed up looking, like, dopey Scott Pilgrim oh, crushing no. a red cup because he can never be with Ramona Flowers. And oh. he, should, he should not be. It's another, wow. another uh. argument. So let's get into some movie arguments. So oh, <laughs> yeah, no. last, time, last time we talked about Scott Pilgrim, and now he's the proverbial indie kid fuckboy. You shut I me try down. To, I try to keep moving away from this conversation because I'm like, I do not want to lose this movie as one of my favorite movies. No, it's one of my favorite movies, too, but it's like the social realization. It was hard like, watching it because I watched it recently. It was hard watching it now, mm -hmm. like being, quote-unquote, in the scene yeah. and like being a female, and you're like... Uh, yep. Everything's everything's off. Of and course true. he's gonna do this. <laughs> yep. Of course he's gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really think of that when the movie came out. Yeah, I don't I was think just anyone like, did. It's cool music and it's like this, but then you realize like, wow, this is not. This is not cool. Now yeah. you're like old and you're like, oh wow, yeah, let's not oh, date shit. a high schooler whatever. <laughs> Twenty two. Nice. Uh, Lots of yikes. Different dive. take for a different podcast. Her name. <laughs> was knives i get it <laughs> i get it her name was knives brian but also the scene where what's what did he call uh the girl that she dated you had a sexy face oh yeah <laughs> i was like i'm bi-curious 
I'm by Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I love that movie. It's okay. You're not ruining it for me. You freaking fricks. Oh, no. All right. No, it's a back yeah. another exit. <laughs> no. You know, this is why sometimes we don't let Brian talk because he makes people maybe leave. It's we'll one of the reasons. Yeah, we'll just mute it. That happened one time, so it was okay. And things we? happen like that. <laughs> I think one of them, you we, you had an issue with your mic, and you were like, it didn't record well. And I'm like, oh, right. Yeah, I think like we like that sometimes. <laughs> kind of restarted it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of restarted it. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah. So you're a graphic design freelancer as well. Yes. I do that when my life isn't super busy. <laughs> like when it's cold outside. <laughs> yeah. So like right now. Right now, yeah. Like I assume that like since Riot Fest happens in September, once it's done, you kind of have like a little bit of breathing room. Yeah. So like since it happens in the beginning of September, near the end of September is when we're like, well, now it's time to catch up on all the years of sleep I lost. <laughs> <laughs> And between, like, the end of September to, I'd probably say around, like, February, like, end of February is when our downtime is. And granted, we do have other stuff going on, like, other promotions and campaigns. But that's when I get my normal, like, six to eight hours of sleep. Well, that's <laughs> it's a really foreign concept. I know. <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> So are you? Are there any current projects that you're working on right now that you're able to talk about? I know some clients, you know, want to keep uh, things under lock and key. I get that. Not right now. Um, today, actually, one of the tour ad mats that I was working on got announced. So that was really cool. Uh, but as besides that, there isn't really anything else in my inbox. So <laughs> hit her up. So now's the time. Come in, guys. Come through. Hey, come through. Yeah, for real. But beyond that, like, I do have, like, a personal project I'm working on. Um, and then that's kind of taken up most of my time. So. What's the personal project, if you don't mind sharing? If not, I totally get that. Well, show. the personal project, it hasn't, like, officially been announced. Oh, I see. But um, so I'm turning that whole, like, support your fellow rockers thing into an actual thing. Like, that's an actual rad. sort of organization um that like the main jumping off point was like i create or like i have an archive of people who like will let bands stay at their house when they're on tour yeah. and so i needed a place to house that and then i made a website for it and then i was like wait i can house other things here too like an archive of designers and photographers and then people who can sell merch and so it sort of the website sort of became almost like an Angie's list for the okay. DIY community. Oh, cool. um, and then, yeah, I'm still like obviously putting the final touches on it and stuff like that, but that's the goal and it'll do other cool things like other cool things that I haven't <laughs> thought of yet. Hey, that's, that's a really good like groundwork basis because there's only so many people who can go on Twitter and their personal social medias and say, hey, I need a merch person for like mm -hmm. a tour last minute. And then you get the same old, you know, repetitious right. group of people. And, like, if you want to branch out outside of that circle, which is always good to do, <laughs> you know, it's good to make new friends, guys. I think it, that's a really great option to yeah. give people, especially if there's people who don't have that much experience or want to get experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a good way to start. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, I think it's a good way to, like, I know a lot of people, at least, um, 
talking in this music industry, especially for like women that like you do want to mentor because jumping into it is cool, but you want to know like, okay, what are my next steps or where should I go from here? What should my options be? And it's also a really good place to like get contact information like, oh, this girl does tour photography. I want to do that. Maybe if I email her and like ask her some questions, that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, it's pretty cool. So I hope it turns into something that people like. <laughs> it should. I don't think there's enough resources like that. I mean, even from like a local, like a local perspective. So like a DIY community in Chicago versus the DIY community in other cities. Like mm-hmm. just to be able to have those resources in each place. Uh, I think a lot of what we talk about is like how do people who want to be involved in the scene in some way uh, get involved and find those resources because a lot of people like just are kind of trying to do it on their own and it's not always realistic. Yeah, and uh, sometimes it's intimidating, like asking people that you look up to, like, "Hey, I want to do what <laughs> you do," and I want to sort of alleviate that barrier between like your idol and then like you're just a fan because at the end of the day we're all fellow rockers just yeah. trying to get somewhere. <laughs> exactly. And I always think like. You should never be afraid to ask somebody who's above you, at the very least, for like advice or what the next step is or for yeah. support. I mean, there's not a lot of money in it, and I think that's a fair <laughs> thing to We've say to everybody. Like, that. yeah, <laughs> there's there's very I feel little like if money. If you made it this far and yeah. no one has told you that yet, and you're still in disillusionment, I think then, we have, uh, all have to have a conversation and intervention. Yeah, stay in school. <laughs> uh, but because of that, it's like you know maybe you're not going to get the next you know nobody's gonna put you on with a label nobody's gonna put you on for like that sort of a thing but at the very least like there's there's the opportunity to get advice the opportunity to get i don't know some amount of support or yeah. retweet yeah get a retweet yeah for <laughs> sure and like most people at least in the diy aspect i think are super receptive to that because we all understand that we all started somewhere and that like we might be a big band now but we were a baby band at some point right? yeah. like i was a designer that nobody knew and like wrote my like information on bar napkins yeah. that people that. ended up throwing away <laughs> on the, the night. So like cool. I get it. <laughs> uh Lawman is dead asked, what was the tour? He asked that a minute ago, so I don't exactly uh, know. the tour was I believe it's Boys of Fall, O Weatherly and Never mm. Loved. Yeah. Um they're going on a real nice tour. Uh y'all should Buy tickets at boysoffallband.com. <laughs> I just I just saw that tour today and I yeah. got interested because someone I actually used to know who worked at Mod Pizza in my area, Michaela. She I, we were like we would hang sometimes. Well, hang as and I go and say hello, <laughs> and she's really chill. We're so like I, best I friends. haven't seen <laughs> I haven't um, seen her new band. Well, her new new band, mm. Late Nights in My Car, because now they're just late nights. So I wanted to try to get out there and check it out. So go and check this tour out because there's also yeah. a lot of other banging bands on there. So yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Do you like so if a if a local band, like let's say it's like more of a like a, a local band that's just sort of starting out, like we've all been in those <laughs> positions of like, hey, I'm new and I don't have any, uh, we don't have any experience in graphic design. We need like nice looking stuff for a website for our social media for all that like what should a band kind of come to you with like what should they be expecting if they're if they're asking graphic designer for like we need this kind of stuff is like we have no money (laughs) we have no experience we have nothing help us so like if you were giving advice to that sort of person like what kind of things would you tell them um 
first piece of advice would be like ask your friends <laughs> uh, <laughs> Honestly. i don't want to do it but i also think that like in order to get to where we're all wanting to be which is one day being able to you know survive on music and passion <laughs> i guess <laughs> lol yeah <laughs> um is to support the people around you first and so if you have a friend that does graphic design and like the way to boost them and also boost yourselves is like tap into that sort of outlet um as far as like contacting me or like coming to me for advice i think that you have to have a clear idea of what you want <laughs> and like what you want it to do mm-hmm. um otherwise it's like well cool i made you this thing and <laughs> now you're just going to change your facebook profile picture mm-hmm. and you're not going to do anything else with it like i think that's a waste so having kind of like a plan on how you want to use that design or how you want to use that logo. And also, I personally don't believe every band should have a logo right away. Mm -hmm. So if you're a baby band and you (laughs) think that your band should have a logo, rethink that (laughs) just a little bit for a couple more months. Just a couple more months. Now, do you mean like a a typeface logo or do you mean like Like an image logo? (laughs) Yeah, like a symbol. Like we're going to put this on every piece of merch we have. Symbol. Like, I love symbols, though. They're good. And I, like, do like them, I think. But your symbol isn't, to me, a symbol isn't recognizable unless your music is good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not wrong. Or, I mean, maybe it is recognizable, (laughs) but your music isn't good. I don't know. (laughs) Who knows? I like that symbol. Their music sucks. I mean, like, we see see ICP, and we're like, oh, that's that's over there. Listen, it's got to be good if that many people are still listening (laughs) to it. I assume. Different strokes for different folks. Totally. Not my thing, but I can appreciate the craft. Appreciate the craft. <laughs> I fuck with the vision, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Just not sure. fully down with the clown. No. Uh, <laughs> wow. Oh my god. That's a good point. Well, man is dead. People, I knew a lot of people in high school who were very down with the clown, and I never want to talk to them again, honestly. To each their own. Well, man is dead says, oh man, I need a symbol. Um, you don't need a symbol because you have a great letterhead designed <laughs> by Alexis, who nice. is amazing. <laughs> I I don't know. I I I I see the symbol as the thing that changes the most. I think among bands, like when they when they get a, a you know that logo, not just their name in it, because names like will always kind of change the typeface. Like, mm-hmm. let's use My Chemical Romance, who didn't really have. A logo necessarily? Blink one eight two doesn't really have one until yeah. the until the untitled one, right? Yeah, With the, the face and the face came out. Uh they had the oh, rabbit. Yeah, guy. the rabbit was kind of there. Yeah. Kind of. Still but kind of now there. people don't remember that as much as they yeah, do the smiley face. Exactly. And the smiley so. face is what they use. But I'm thinking like AFI had one that changed over time because they had one kind of for each album and each mm-hmm. iteration. Like mm-hmm. but the band changed a lot. Like there's not a lot of bands that like necessarily keep that same imagery going through all the albums and i like i feel like if you're a new band like i I get where you're coming from because it's not like you need that right away because you're gonna want to change it later anyway so sort of figuring out yeah who you are as a band i think symbols are wow symbolic who knew (laughs) what like oh it's in the word (laughs) who you are as like a band and the music you want to create and sort of the energy you want to give off and Thinking that you need a logo for logo's sake as a small band, I think, is a mistake because you're still figuring out who you are mm-hmm. and what you want to do. And yeah, granted, your sound may change and things like that, but you don't want to pigeonhole yourself right away. Mm-hmm. That like, oh, like we're a pop punk band, let's have a pop punk logo. I'm like, well, 
<laughs> and then like two years later, you're like, oh, I'm going to be more indie now. And then it's like, wait. Mm. Yeah. We could just be general, like just 12-point <laughs> font Helvetica. Wow. And this, that's your logo. <laughs> no, Times New Roman's where it's really at. Man. It's I a, don't know. I kind of fuck with it. <laughs> you fuck with Times New Roman I over Helvetica? I, I mean, Helvetica's pretty decent. Helvetica is the font. Helvetica and I have some issues. Oh, but <laughs> oh I'm what leaving. Are, what, are, what are your issues on Helvetica? <laughs> I want to hear both sides of this argument. Listen, it's a classic for a reason, so it's not terrible. Agreed. Um, it comes in different weights. It's great. It's a go-to. But it became oversaturated because every 100%. single company <laughs> used it for everything. Mm -hmm. And now it's become sort of a joke. But still a good typeface to use. It's still a classic when you open up Word. Mm -hmm. So I just personally think that we're in 2019 <laughs> and there are tons of different other fonts that you can use <laughs> that are similar to Helvetica, but not Helvetica. Ooh. What Ryan. are your thoughts on papyrus? <laughs> no, there Brian. was a time and place <laughs> for everything, and now there's no longer a time nor place for that. So, Ryan, tell me your argumentation for against Helvetica. Oh, I just, I just, I mean, it's used so much because it's a good ass font. It's the reason that it's become so overused is because it's just a good font. I'm just saying. And then you don't so use the classics because they suck. You use the classics because they're classic. Sans was a classic. Oh, yeah. yeah, when we don't. But also, Comic Sans served a purpose because it was for dyslexic kids. Oh, so oh didn't well, know that. you didn't know that, it's because uh, it was huh. easier for kids to read. Well, there you go. Interesting. So don't make fun of it as much as you want. Oh, you can make fun of it as much <laughs> as you want. Oh, yeah, no, I received um, an RSVP from my work today of someone, and it was all oh in Comic God. Sans, 100%, oh even like their signature. I was like, it is. It's They're trying to be goofy. It, no, it looks really casual. And yeah, trying to show fun. my personality. It really does scream. <laughs> it screeches fun on the top of the hill. Fun at me. Uh, Lawman is dead. Is asking, what's your favorite Blink song? Oh, don't ask me that. <laughs> you two can answer that. I'm one. I'm honestly not a huge Blink fan. Yikes, we're gonna have some issues. Well, Lizzie, what's your favorite Blink song, and then we'll move on. Going away to college. <laughs> All right, Ooh. we're moving on. So. <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry dude <laughs> i uh i don't know i i i will say this that i never listen to the self-titled or untitled or however you want to say it i never listened to it and then uh we were learning a few songs from it and then i i never listened to it and then i did and then i'm like all right this album kind of fucks and then and then i was like cool i enjoy this album now and then i didn't really listen to it anymore because i'm like all right cool we're good now i get it this was also by the way last year <laughs> this wasn't like wow. a while ago this was like this literally I, last like, year actively knew you this is like over the uh, summer last year it's betrayal. like fine That's friendship betrayal <laughs> i'm sorry you knew me at wow. a time when i had never listened to the but i didn't know that you didn't like <laughs> yeah no not a huge Bob. i'm not a huge blink fan you're opposing i'm not a huge blink fan <laughs> even matt skiba couldn't fix it for me I don't think that really fixed it for anyone. Let's be honest. I love Manscaped. I will say, fucking love like, Alkaline Trio. My my college radio station had bored to death as a current, so it would play like at least twenty four times a day for three months over the summer, and that is all 
I heard. And every time I hear Bored to Death, I kind of want to hit myself because I'm so done. <laughs> I it's can never listen to it ever again. It's ruined for me. Yeah, that happens with songs sometimes. Yeah. Especially yeah. when there's radio play involved. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys, like, in the in the Riot Fest office, like, do you guys play the music? from like do you like do you have any music playing in there or are you just like everybody shut the fuck up our entire job is music i don't want to hear <laughs> or any it's music a, or it's spa music <laughs> or you're like um, no yeah we're playing something totally different <laughs> like it's all actually okay so we we all like relatively the same music but different facets of it i guess we it depends on who like Opens up their Spotify first. <laughs> I see. Get to the office first. Right? Open up Spotify, so, and it's like because most of the time I have my headphones in, uh, but when my headphones aren't in, it's somebody else playing music, and it might be like our talent buyers playing music from people that they're sending out offers to, or it might be like Buck playing "Sleep on It" over <laughs> and over again. Which, I mean, a very supportive manager. Yeah, we I mean, love yeah. in this we house. Love Buck Foley in this house. That's how. <laughs> That's how they get some some pennies from Spotify. <laughs> just it. letting it's it run, run over again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> One million streams, five hundred thousand by Buck Foley. <laughs> but like, other than that, I mean, it depends on like who can't stand the quiet. Because sometimes when like it's dead silent in an mm -hmm. office and all you hear is like breathing yeah. or typing, you're like. <laughs> Okay, now this is all my ears can hear. And I need like wind chimes or something. <laughs> Anything. Please turn on an album of just sound effects. We did that Please today. Please turn on meditation. In yeah. my office today, that happened, but somebody put on just straight Britney Spears, and no one had an issue with it. And I was like, good, no one should have an issue with this. <laughs> there are times I've blasted like the entire Disney discography, oh and it's just me. Like I'm in a corner. I face like a wall. Okay. Like, there's a window, but it's frosted, so I yeah. don't see the oh. outside. <laughs> so it's even more like depressing, and like I'm about to begin a really sad memoir right now. <laughs> Yeah, we. It depends on who decides that they can't stand the silence. <laughs> Fair. Well, man is dead. Says outgoing trio V overrated. Yeah. Well, I think that Blink One Eighty Two well, is V don't overrated. Well, like that take. That's a spicy take. I will not stand with. Well, you said you're pretty welcoming with spicy takes at the beginning oh, of this podcast. Yeah. No, we we literally are just saying <laughs> oh, no, things. We'll just fight each other about it. That's really it. We just incite each other and then we just move the fuck on. It's like, all right, cool. Like very strange. We believe uh, that everybody is entitled here. to their opinions. Whether they're wrong or not. Cool. <laughs> uh, also says sleep on it at the garage Sunday, February tenth. Tickets available now. Sunday, February tenth is my birthday, so I will not be at that. I will be wow. at that. <laughs> yeah, I am. Oh yeah, they'll be playing the garage uh, with bearings. That's who they're on tour with, mm -hmm. and unturned OK Raps, and then another band that I can't think of will be playing <laughs> uh, there. Well, they're they're great. But they're great. <laughs> And I will also be there. <laughs> I may go. I may. I'm not decided wow. yet. Jake, I know you don't listen to this, but if you are listening to this. <laughs> For this one time. Uh, I might go to, to, to Penny Road. Yeah, I might go to it. But it's the weekend of my birthday, so who knows what I'm going to do. I might just sleep the whole time. I'm turning you 30. Might. He will literally sleep on, sleep on it. On it. Yeah. I'm turning 32. I might literally sleep yeah, on he's, it. Yeah, he's running out of fumes. So technically, you are supporting the band. Technically, I am supporting it. You'll have to send a tweet out, hashtag, like, hashtag, and, like, tag sleep on it. Be like, sorry, I'm missing the show, but I'm sleeping on it because I'm old I'm now. I'm so tired. <laughs> hashtag sleep ad, hashtag sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> you have to announce. Otherwise, you could be, like, accused of, I don't know, internet 
add mean, copyright infringement. Yeah. I just watched some Fire Festival doc, the one on Netflix, uh, oh. and that was an issue at the end of yeah, it. Yeah, I really love that. I had read an article because Hulu was like, "Man, fuck you, Netflix! Oh, you just let everybody start putting out their reviews. We just launched the documentary today, so everybody's gonna watch our shit and fuck your shit." And then everybody's like, "The Netflix one is better." I I've heard, I've I've heard that the Hulu one was supposed to be better. So. Backstory. <laughs> I haven't seen any either of them. I haven't seen either either. So, <laughs> so like the Hulu one is made. Okay, the Netflix one is made by the marketing team mm. that Firefest hired. The guys from okay. Fuck Jerry. Which, by the way, honestly, I didn't know. So when I watched like the Hulu one and found that out, I was like, "Yo, that's smart as fuck." Yeah. Yeah. Um, because who knows better than how to use social media than a yep. shit posting? Yep. Literally, find a shit poster <laughs> meme, meme lord, a meme edge lord, and just get him to make a bunch of videos for <laughs> advertising a festival, and, and then he gets a job at Netflix. Yeah. <sighs> so like the Netflix one is from like the cruise experience, sort of, and like the marketing team, and like the disconnect between what the mainland office was experiencing and then what was happening on the island. Oh. And then the Hulu one delves more so into like who Billy McFarland was as a person, where he started out, how did this all go wrong? And the Hulu one has like interview like an mm. interview with him. The Netflix oh, one okay. doesn't. So yeah. I think that they were both very good to, in their own respective want like mm-hmm. ways. But um the Netflix one has a scene i tweeted it out earlier today it's timestamp 4929 or something like that (laughs) and i literally had to pause and like stand away from my desk and i was like what just did they just say that (laughs) but if you haven't watched either of them already watch them both hulu and netflix big shout out but uh big shout out to hashtag ad ad sponsored (laughs) hashtag ad hashtag sponsored by the fire fest we are also canceled colors well mo and i y'all are yeah (laughs) <laughs> we're here non colors um i had heard some shit about him being interviewed for the hulu one too because it was like he was supposedly offered a hundred and twenty five thousand. yeah they like paid they paid him, him for it because he well, that sounds like you have to pay for <laughs> yeah but then he might have tried to get netflix to offer him more like he tried to be oh, like uh, yo yeah, like they sounds... offered but he He said, literally, yeah, he's just a liar, but he like may have told Netflix that Hulu paid me $250,000 to try to extort money out of it. Like, bro, you have no dollars. (laughs) You're out of dollars. You have zero dollars (laughs) in prison time. The like craziest part is just like watching both of them and realizing like, wow, you have no concept of what you're doing and what is happening and like from a festival standpoint for me it's just so aggravating because the people they put in charge to do stuff in like the core office weren't like they don't know how to do those things and then like the you know secondary ring and the tertiary ring are like the local local hires that have to deal with it on the island the event producers who make a livelihood of doing shit like this getting Mm -hmm. fucked over and not getting paid and i was so (laughs) enraged at the end of watching both of them that i was like oh i need to like go for a walk like don't like this <laughs> i yeah i didn't think that like maybe you would have some insight on a festival like that being run from the inside i literally so <laughs> 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 i it was weird though they didn't we start 
12 months out, 18 months out. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> he was like eight months out. Yeah. Oh. And like thinking the grand scheme of like what he wanted to do in eight months, like us at a smaller like version, local version, do at 12, 18 months, like, bruh, <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you thinking? Uh, Lawman is Dead mentioned uh, who's going to make the documentary about the marketing of the Firefest documentaries? Stop. <laughs> uh, oh I'm going to make a doc about my conspiracy theory that Firefest was a planned disaster to capitalize on people hating Firefest. And <laughs> Firefest definitely not following your logo advice. <laughs> you right. That was a good day. You right. I like that. <laughs> you right. Uh, I do kind of believe. Uh, here's what I will say. I don't know what the thought process was of like, I want to make a lot of money real quick. I'm going to put on a music festival. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh. Because the dude was like trying to like start a credit card company. Well, yeah. So he started out doing credit card company and then he met Jabu. I'm, this is in the documentary. <laughs> As but, you do. Uh, As you casually do in everyday life. Know. Baby girl, <laughs> put it on me. But. They, him and Ja Rule wanted to create, basically it was like a Tinder, but for booking talent, which was called the Fire App. And in okay. order to yeah. promote the Fire App, they wanted to launch the Fire Festival because it had, you know, all of these influencers and like really expensive headliners and like yeah. all of that sort of stuff. And that's where the Fire Festival came out of because it was supposed to promote the app, which everybody forgot about because they didn't do a very good yeah. job of promoting that. Yeah. But, like, that's how it started. And then clearly the stuff on the mainland, like, the islands just exploded. (laughs) And then, therefore, there wasn't as much attention being paid towards the app. And then, like, apparently now, like, Ja Rule is doing the same thing but under a different name. Wow. (laughs) I mean, the idea is good. The idea of having an app for booking talent is probably an okay idea. Right. It's, It's not terrible. But I think it's just really dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you have zero experience doing that and you're like, I would like to make some money from this, let me go ahead and grab (laughs) the best 90s uh, or early 2000s groaning rapper to be part of the project with me. Dog. <laughs> and I actually, like, and I actually think that you can make money in music in any, also that at almost any level except for like you being an executive. Because then I which, think like you got like the headliners. From, uh, I know Blink One Eighty Two was one of them because that was the most like the the biggest one that was there. Yeah. But it was Migos too, right? Like they were the two like top like, major laser, and then there was like good music, which, mm. and then there was so many other ones that I was like. Because I'm like, you are trying to make this like the most, ex- like most expensivest type festival of its kind. Like mm-hmm. you're trying to do the most out here, and then you're like, cool, we have a punk rock trio, and a hip hop trio. You're literally trying to do Lollapalooza size lineups, but like, but they, you never you done get anything like fucking, that. Like you couldn't get on an island, yeah, with no internet. Exactly. <laughs> but it's like you couldn't get like the main Coachella artists, like the people who were headlining Coachella wouldn't even say yeah to that. <laughs> there is a part in the document, the Netflix one, that like they hired somebody who was too young and didn't know, had never booked like talent in his life. Are you kidding me? To like. <laughs> To hash out contracts with, like, <laughs> these headliners. There's a point, there's a line in the movie that I also tweeted that was, like, he goes, 
he's on the phone. He's like, I understand that, but like when you're not top billing on like Coachella, you're not going to top billing in our festival, and it's uh, it's just a font. If I said it's just a font at my job, <laughs> I'd get my like throat slit. Yeah, yeah. Like that's the whole get reason. Her the get her off the phone. Get her off <laughs> oh the phone. <laughs> abort mission. Abort mission. Like <laughs> <laughs> unplug the cord. Yeah, for real. Stop. And like. The, the complete disconnect between, like, the world that I know and, like, the, shits that, the shit that is going on in this documentary. I'm like, oh, wow. Maybe I am good at my job. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe well, I have something Sometimes here. you really just got to look at someone who has no idea what they're doing and be like, you know what? I'm very reassured. Yeah. And what I'm doing is <laughs> oh, okay. God. There's a lot of times where I'm like, I feel so good about myself know, just yeah. looking at people that are failing at it. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of days where I'm just like, especially in January, we just walk outside and you're like, it's cold, and I suck at everything I do. And you're just like, I need to watch somebody fail so that I can get like, through this month. Fall. Yeah. yeah, like you know what? Yeah, no. At least I can walk on my own two feet. Yeah. These True. Boots, these boots have traction. These I'm boots good. have traction. Oh, at least no. I know how to buy some fucking boots. <laughs> um, I believe in a world without font size. Oh my god. Twelve point. Helvetica font. No, 12 point <laughs> times new Roman. Fucking. We're all, all right, we're using Arial and we're moving on. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I, I guess here we are. Okay. All right. Oh, boy. So aside from doing Riot Fest, obviously, um, you also do some charity work I've seen where you donate and set up like a huge donation. Yeah. <laughs> to like, I want to talk more about that because yeah. I feel like that's something that doesn't yeah. really get like highlighted with your work. <laughs> Um, well, I guess the most recent example, um, Unturned, who are from Minnesota, they experienced an unfortunate, like... I saw they got robbed. They got robbed, and, like, most of their shit got taken, which sucks, and, like, unfortunately happens to small bands like that, um, a lot, and what I did this January, or, like, this month, is I just told all of my freelance clients, I was like, hey, instead of PayPaling me, PayPal them, mm. um... Which I am very, very lucky enough to be in a position where, like, I do get a steady paycheck from doing something that I love, yeah. which is in music. And I know not, not a lot of people have that, but if I have the opportunity to, like, give something to my friends or, like, if it's not necessarily, like, a loss of money if it's going to people I care about. Mm -hmm. um, so I do, like, I did that. And then there are other ones that are, like, I don't know, I think, um, what's another one? I, I'm from the Philippines, mm. so, uh, like, my parents are from there and everything, and I think two, well, in 2017, we went back home to, like, where I was born and all that stuff, and I, for my birthday that year, I asked for donations, and I just bought the, like, three, or, like, one elementary school there, like, all the school supplies that they need for, like, the rest of the year, wow. and that's really important to me, because, like, for me personally, I think that, like, education and, like, access to early childhood, like, literature and writing and school supplies is, like, the first really cool basic step for a kid to, like, reach their dreams. Mm -hmm. So if you can read a book, then you can read anything. Or, like, if you can write a paper, then you can, like, write a job resume yeah. and, like, all of that sort of stuff. But that's, that's cool. another one. I don't know. I think you should support people when you can. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. That's really rad that you've been able to do that because not a lot of people – do that or you know are able to even though they want to yeah. i think most of the people who want to maybe can't yeah, <laughs> all the yeah. Time. and like you i think that like you don't have to do it in such like a grand way or like there's no monetary value to the amount of giving because like a dollar means a dollar and mm -hmm. like that is like one dollar closer to somebody getting 
whatever it is or being close to whatever goal it is. And I think that like you're never really too poor to give what you have. Yeah. So like I don't know. That's just my <laughs> philosophy though. Not to make anybody feel like <laughs> shit. I'm so and sorry. what are you doing I'm out there? I'm scared to look at the the comments now. <laughs> uh Remo and I got robbed in Wicker Park. Lost all the beer I took from the bottom lounge. Also, my clothes. Oh, so did you just walk around naked? Yeah. Are you trying to? That sounds get, really uncomfy. Are you trying to get some PayPal? That's really. <laughs> that's so a real sorry. weird flex, my guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that happened. You should have contacted me. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, I hope they weren't the clothes you were wearing. Yeah. Yeah, That'd be really awkward and really honestly, uncomfy. It's more of a disaster that they took the beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so now you're drunk. And, now you're sober and naked. Tragic. The Truly worst. tragic. In the cold, maybe. Maybe in the cold. I don't maybe. know. Maybe it's Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Could be. Um. <laughs> nope. Lost it. <laughs> wow. There it goes. Love it. Who has you been? Um, has been your favorite person to have appeared at any of the riot fests that you've worked at, lineup wise? Um, Paramore. <laughs> like <laughs> that's fair. I mean, that is very fair. Uh, like all of them are really good. I just like Paramore was like the band right. for me. <laughs> no, I I definitely understand. I was waiting for like three hours to get yeah. near the front in the pit for that, and it was fucking mind blowing like, for me. It was. I as soon as I like saw that, and it was even crazier because then I got to like make their advertisements. And I was like, "Yo, that's awesome, that's sick." Um, and then I'm a huge Wonder Years fan, like mm. huge. So anytime that they play Riot Fest, it's like, "Oh, it's this is the best day ever." Like, <laughs> like, several best days <laughs> over the years. True. Um, who else? No doubt. Was so yeah, Gwen sick. Stefani was fucking amazing. Yeah, <laughs> my little heart. <laughs> like, I thought she was like gonna like jump out into the crowd when she climbed, and then like mm-hmm. I was like, she gonna do it? Right. And no one I, can yeah. complain about it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. You're on the Voice. <laughs> and then I like MIA was really cool. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Post Malone played in 2015. Like. Really? With FKI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Post Malone played in 2015. I remember seeing that. Um, Which is weird because he was like so close. I was about to say he had to be such like a little baby. And it wasn't even him build by himself. It was like him build with like somebody else. But Mm -hmm. yeah, so that was really cool. Um, Coheed and Cambria was really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. All of the years kind of feel the same. (laughs) Like, okay, they probably I all mean, blend together at a certain point. 2013, in my opinion, was like one of the best lineups ever. But you're gonna have to. Was that um? It's like the replacements and like yeah, like yeah, and yeah. That's when that Fall Out Boy really got back year. together. That was yeah. my first riot fest because I wanted to go see Fall Out Boy. It was the best. <laughs> Here's what I'll four say: hours to see Fall Out Boy somewhere near the front, and I'm still not ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of that weekend. Was that on Thursday night because Fall Out Boy was on tour with Panic? Panic played like a one-off show at the Vic, and I was like, "That's probably gonna be the best part of my ride." That's what <laughs> and it was a fucking good show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that might have been one of the better, the best years. I do think the 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 year with No Doubt and System of a Down. Mm-hmm. I think that was a really strong year too. Oh yeah, for sure. I think 2017 when it was. Nine Inch Nails, Queen mm-hmm. of the Stone Age, yeah, and then Misfits, Misfits. That yeah. was uh, that was twenty sixteen. That was twenty sixteen because yeah. I didn't was go it? that year. 
That's right. Okay. I was, I was still like, in my undergrad during no that time. But yeah, no, that was so sick. So sick. Oh, and I yeah. think that like a lot of people seem to have a lot of fun that year too. So Yeah. It, it had a really good, good mix. I mean, I remember waiting a few hours to see Nine Inch Nails and they were amazing. And then I waited four hours by myself to see Misfits near the front. And I do not regret yep. it one fucking Hell bit. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I regret about 2016 was not seeing Deftones and Rob Zombie. but <gasps> That was a mistake. Rob Zombie was went. very oh, good. I almost Deftones went. Deftones were so good. Yeah. I fucking love Deftones. <laughs> you really screwed up, my guy. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't want to spend the money. That was... A re- it was after a very recent breakup, like Oof, like the month before, and I was like, I just don't think this is where I want to be. This isn't what I want to do with my time, Sobbing. my life. Any happy people here. Yeah, I'm gonna watch a live stream, and I'm like, can't do that. <laughs> nope, not my time. Not right for me emotionally right now. Yikes! Is my job role voice? <laughs> big, uh, big yikes! Baby girl, put it on me. Oh, He's saying me that. To leave. He oh. sang that. And then somebody was like, please start a business with me. Someone logically. We're back to the fire fest. We're not oh, done no. with this. Oh, no. Fire fest is the fruit on the bottom. It's, it's, oh, my it's God. currently what's trending. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But yeah, no, I think that like the coolest part of working for an independently run music festival is that I get to really see the impact it has with like fans mm-hmm. and like sort of also knowing the faces of the people that I'm working with and like really you could kind of fit us all in a large elevator (laughs) 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 so but like it's so cool to know that at the end of the day like we love the music and we're creating something where other people who just love music Mm -hmm. love to go to a park and like listen to it and whatever and like it's pretty cool that like people keep wristbands forever and like t-shirts and like even brochures and stuff and like Having a small part of that in somebody else's greater life, I'm like, oh shit, I'm doing something. Look at me go. <laughs> yeah, you guys are like, I don't know a lot of there's like Riot Fest has been doing it for a long time, and I feel like there's a lot of like other fests that have popped up in other states. Mostly, it's kind of like the summer routing of like mm-hmm. we want to have like this big rock festival, and it feels like a lot of the bands kind of do all those, so they're they're routing is to sort of take them through. Like, can't even remember all the names because they're always like. Monster, Monster Energy sponsored like mayhem and and, and taste of chaos, taste of and, like rock on the rain, like Murderville. And, well, I think that's made up. And 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 BMX Town and <laughs> shit. And I don't know, like like we we drank too many energy drinks in our naming festival. And it's like I I don't know if these have kind of popped up. I don't even know if they're all like independent in a way. But I I. I feel like a lot of them have popped up because the what Riot Fest was doing was just so like integral to the rock music scene, which doesn't seem. I mean, obviously the rock music scene isn't as big, right? And a lot of times, I don't think it should be. It's underground <laughs> for a reason, and we all enjoy it more because it's underground. Um, but obviously, the the joke of Riot Fest has taken over for Warp Tour, like the nostalgia <laughs> aspect yeah. of Warp Tour, and like definitely chicago i think a lot of people stopped going to warp tour because it lost the nostalgia that riot fest then had in its place um i don't know i I think that there is something about it like being this independent like carrying the torch of like rock music Mm -hmm. locally state like countrywide like i mean fuck everybody knows riot fest from all over the place and people are flying in (laughs) and i'm like from like chile and like yeah yeah i'm in the riot fest group and they're like i'm coming from brazil and i'm like what (laughs) which is like uh Music is so great, y'all. It is great. <laughs> but yeah, it's 
it's so cool to see that, I don't know, just like the impact of Riot Fest or just like punk rock music festivals in general that it's, it, for me, it's cool to see like obviously these smaller like festivals pop up because mm -hmm. who knows, like they might have gone to Riot Fest in 2010 and then like been so inspired the rest of their life that they want to do what we do. Yeah. And that's cool. Just make sure your days don't fall on our day. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or you so. make people have really big conflicts and they're like, oh. Like, I mean, I assume most bands now are just like, you, you can say what you need to say about this if you can't say anything about routing and mm. tours and all that. But I assume that most bands are just like, most bands are probably considering their summer touring and thinking like, are we going to do that? Are we going to do this? Like, are we going to do all the major circuits? Are we going to do our own tour? Are we going to like have this as a stop or, mm. or stuff like are that? Are we now a festival band for the summer? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is, I'm sure that it is taken into consideration. The great thing about my job is that like ignorance is bliss. And like, I have no idea yeah. who's playing ever. <laughs> like, yeah, our talent buyers are like in the same room and like on phone calls, but my headphones are in. It's not my job. I don't care. Just tell me what the font size is. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's cool to like see that come to fruition. But yeah. So everybody can stop asking me what the lineup is because I actually have no idea. <laughs> I'd be like, if, if it were me, I'd be like, I don't want to know. Please don't tell me so Please that nobody me. fucking bothers me. <laughs> I can legitimately, without lying, be like, I have no yeah. fucking have no clue. Idea. I'm like, not in those rooms. I suggest bands. and like, hey, I think Paramore should play for like 23 hours straight. Yeah. And like, I, we'll take that into consideration. All three nights <laughs> of Paramore. Sounds, sounds nice. The headliner for night one, Paramore. Headliner for night two, Paramore. It's <laughs> no, it's literally, it's like Bonnaroo has three nights of fish on their lineup Ugh. because they could probably only play four songs per set, let's be honest. Yeah. Like, we're playing our first album, the first two songs. And then <laughs> night next, one. next one, we'll play the re the middle part, and then the last night, we'll finish it up at 4 a.m. It's like, it's like, if you had, well, if you had Coheed and Cambria, or if you had Old Avenged Sevenfold, you could do oh, that. Jesus Christ. Old Avenged Sevenfold was fine. I listened to that Dear God song once, thanks to Fuse. That was cool. <laughs> we did. I think somebody wanted to do that at Emo Karaoke one time. Really? That and um, they wanted to do this other song, Little Piece of Heaven, which is like an eight and a half minute long song. Yeah, that's not. And they drove in guy. from they drove in from Indiana, and they're like, I remember you told me. Yeah, this. they're like they're like. Oh, Most I, right now is like, like a mix. I put of in a request on the Facebook like the event. Fuck? That I really wanted to sing this song. And I was like, yeah, it's an eight and a half minute song. We're only open for like four hours. Like, we got to get as many people up here as we can. Like, I'm not doing an eight and a half minute song that, by the way, nobody knows. <laughs> like, not going to happen. Yeah, people <laughs> You're like. in such shock right now still. That's not even talking about the content of what that song is. But it's a fucked up song. And it's a fucked up idea that you're going to come to a karaoke on a Thursday night in Chicago <laughs> and sing an eight and a half minute goddamn song. Wow. I would play. Well, now maybe I wouldn't, but I would play meatloaf by the dashboard light. If somebody requested that. Wow. But only if they swapped out every time the song changed, okay. I would also play. Tag in. I would. Al yes. I would also play Travis Scott sicko mode, but only if you swap in every time the beat changes. Wow. So you have to have like a, like a, it's like so, you, you know what it is. Else, it's like, Marvel okay. versus Capcom, but you gotta like swap out your fighter. <laughs> oh my <laughs> like, god! Or like first you're, right. you're like going with like Ryu, and, and then you swap out, and Iron Man comes on. in. <laughs> we're on Twitch. I have uh... to go back to video games. <laughs> so, Mo, what's your go-to karaoke song that isn't eight minutes long? Is 
wasn't eight minutes long. Um, <laughs> I know it's really difficult. I never had a dream come true by the, uh, S Club Seven. <gasps> oh my god, that song fucks wow. so hard. Yeah, oh, that wow. Listen, listen. <laughs> if we if we can go have out, their karaoke down pat. I I'm, was born in. I have, a, I have a friend who's Filipino, and he's like, my family has a whole ass karaoke machine in our house. Ready yeah, we to have go. ours oh. imported from the Philippines. Oh, I love that. So. <laughs> Trust me, there's that. Um, I think that was the one that I sang all the time. And then, uh, I can't remember the other one, but yeah, that that's. Right I there. love that. I love that with the passion. I'm and like then, going back oh. to like DDR now. <laughs> Jesus. I had a really bad obsession with a uh, happy hardcore techno for most of my Ooh. adolescence. <laughs> well, man, is dead ass. What's everybody's Smash Bros main? I'm not oh. answering this question solely on principle. Oh. <laughs> now I want to know. You two Damn. can Lizzie, what's your Smash Bros main? Um, when I can play, I like to do um, Zelda and then switch off to Shriek. Sheik? Sheik, yes. So you're like the melee version. Yeah, because that's the only one I can't play because I only have a fucking GameCube. Fair. Listen, some people say it's still the best one. I mean... Maybe. I think Smash I Ultimate's the, the on best Switch. one. My friend finally so got good. a Switch, so I can finally play it eventually when we have time. <laughs> uh, I fuck shit up as Cloud in Ultimate and in 4. But now in cool. Ultimate, I fuck shit up as Cloud. Oh, no, wait, Jigglypuff's my other one. Jigglypuff fucks. I fucking love Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff fucks around, dude. I'm a little balloon, but I will fuck your day up. Me. God, I love that. <laughs> yeah. When we played, we played Smash one time here on the Switch, and I didn't know Jigglypuff could have a big bow in it, and I flipped out. I'm like, this is it. <laughs> like, oh, this shit. is my brand. <laughs> Jigglypuff with a my bow. My brand is in this game? <laughs> oh, shit. Well, what is your Smash Bros. main? We nope, have to know. The it. world demands. No, nope, the world Fine. doesn't demand. Is anyone demanding like on stream right there. now? Just, just Lawman is dead. Oh, man. <laughs> What's up? Dedicated. Um, I lost what we were talking about now because now I just want to talk about Smash Brothers for the next 45 Stop. minutes. Stop. Okay, so <laughs> yikes. what kind of advice would you give to people who are trying to be a graphic designer for bands or music in general? Don't. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> no, I Riveting. think um, what is my, I don't know, I think like stick with it. It's, for me, it's been super fulfilling. Um, I think that like, don't get discouraged right away if like bands don't hit you back up or if you see somebody else's work and you're like oh wow theirs is way better than mine because like i used to draw shitty sh like stuff in ms paint so yeah. <laughs> love that <laughs> like yeah. i started young with the terrible terrible doodle <laughs> <laughs> um but like and i like find people like, and you don't necessarily have to start in music like you can start designing for other stuff and then transition once your portfolio is good enough and but like if you love it enough like you'll be fine because then you'll push yourself to do more and be better and like go after those bigger clients and stuff like that but like as long as you like what you do and enjoy what you do i think you'll be okay <laughs> <laughs> what are your what are your thoughts on because i've seen this going around on twitter a lot now too about not being paid in exposure because I don't think that's the right way to word it. Um, there's a lot of, like, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk is one guy who talks a lot about, like, if you want to do something, like, I think it's I think the way he means to put it, because he just says fuck a lot and then hopes that people get the message out of it. Love it. Um, <laughs> but, like, the idea of, like, sort of building up your portfolio, if you want to move into, 
let's say you're, you're a starting graphic designer, really starting in any freelance sort of thing, and you want to get a portfolio together, what are your thoughts on doing work for free or offering your services for free, something like that? I mean, yeah, it makes sense to me. Like, you have to start somewhere and understanding that, like, you are not good enough for monetary <laughs> value is something that you're like, okay, cool. I know that, like, I'm not great to ask for money, but it could even just be like, hey, dude, I'll do it for, like, $5. Yeah. And I think if you establish, because the, the problem that can arise is that you don't know your worth and mm-hmm. you don't know the worth of your craft. And if you establish that, like, I am worth something, whether mm-hmm. it is money or, like, a whole pizza, or, like, <laughs> <Love> that. <laughs> that sort of stuff that it's okay when you're starting out to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, a designer can, yeah, like, I think it's okay to do stuff for free and, quote, unquote, exposure. But at some point, you should definitely reevaluate yourself and be like, wait a minute, I should be getting money for this. Yeah. Then, yeah. But. I don't see a problem with it. Yeah, I think a lot of people just start off saying, like, either I am worth something or people are like, we don't have any money to pay you. Won't you do it anyway? Which I feel are, like, the wrong ways to approach the topic. It's like, like, if I were trying to do graphic design right now, which I would suck at it, I would be (laughs) fucking terrible. Or actually, I'll use an example of something I can do, which is edit video, edit audio. Like, I can do those things. But also, I've never been paid for it. So... If I were to say, I'm going to do this right now, you owe me $100 for doing it, I can understand why somebody would be like, no, thank you. <laughs> like, don't yeah. we, don't know your, we don't know your quality. We don't know your work ethic. We don't know if you'll meet deadlines. We don't know anything about what you do, so therefore you're not worth the money starting off. But for somebody to then approach you, knowing that, like, hey, you do graphic design, like, yo, I can offer you a fucking high five for your hard work and dedication to my project is like yeah it's not the way to go about it yeah but if you're like hey i don't have any money maybe you find somebody who's more on the level of like hey you need experience i have a project for you to work on because if somebody were to say to me hey can you edit this video for me i'd probably be like yeah because i need to work on something Mm -hmm. like i need to build up my own experience with it and do some cool like video techniques and shit like that that i don't have a lot of opportunity to work with now because I'm streaming this live on Twitch and I don't really have to edit this afterwards. <laughs> right, like, exactly. The video's kind of done after I'm done with this, so. I mean, that's how I feel, too. I've had a lot of friends who are still in, like, undergrad or still, like, working after the fact, trying to, like, build their portfolio for, like, audio editing, mainly, for example, because we all did, like, more radio and audio um, for college. And they'll be like, can I help you with, like, editing something? So when we first started this, some of my friends actually started editing for us just because it was easier at the time. And they were like, I was like, you know, do you want us to like pay you or something? And they're like, we have no money, but like, <laughs> I'll still be your friend. And they were like, no, I will do it for like free. And I feel like when it comes to friends, at least for me personally, mm-hmm. like if if it's like a give and take, like if I say, okay, can you like take my photo or like for like a professional headshot? Mm-hmm. And I have, I'm still trying to learn how to use camera for school now. Um, it's not going well. <laughs> um, and Aww. they say, but can you edit like this video or audio for me? I'd be like, whatever. It equals out in the end. Yeah. So, but I know a lot of people, obviously there are people who do it for a living. If you do it for a living, don't do that. Yeah. If somebody Maybe do it for a living, that. don't ask them to do it for free. Yeah, no, yeah. that's bad. You have to learn to approach the right people. Exactly. Um, and like, obviously, like I said, your friends are more accessible if you are all sort of starting out in the same level, but yeah, I think that like it's I think it's important to learn how to work with a client right away, regardless of whether you're doing it for free 
or not. That way you can understand you can understand and like gauge how much money you should be charging somebody in the long run. Because if you're spending hours and weeks on a project that should have maybe lasted only a day and you're not <laughs> yeah. getting paid, then mm -hmm. it's like, okay, I need to reevaluate and understand that my time and, and effort is worth some sort of money and or meal. <laughs> if that's <laughs> where you're at. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like imagine if you were, if you're a designer or if you're a band or whoever and you find somebody who you know, you can work with, like, I've always wanted this. I've never been able to get it. Cause like, I, I have friends that are photographers and, and designers and all that, but like most of them have moved on to other careers because they pay money and dollars and, and benefits is really and great benefits too. and they <laughs> fucking give them healthcare and shit. So they moved on from that. But I'm like, yeah, I wish that like, we just had this like working relationship with somebody who was like trying to build their own repertoire and like we're just working together and like we're just in the fight together like tour photographers and shit and like we're in the van and we're all struggling together but then like if either of you make it really big or either of you do some some good shit then like you all benefit from it and it's like you're helping out the whole crew by by everybody working really hard oh, yeah. for nothing and everybody it's like eats. Yeah. Well, yeah everybody eats yeah when i, when no, I that, eat we all that's, eat that's a real communist <laughs> ideal yeah. there brian yeah. i'm oh, saying no. That oh, he's an indoctrinated. You yes. and your comrades go in a van. <laughs> you paint the town Jesus. red. Hammer yeah, and sickle. Yeah, you got a sickle ready to go. Uh, we are not a communist podcast. We are not a sadly. communist. We are a political podcast on other days. I do not agree with everything about capitalism, but that's for another podcast. <laughs> also, I mean, okay. No, let's fucking jump into it. We're no. talking about doing shit for free. Let's no. fucking talk oh, about capitalism. No. Oh, no. <laughs> so you're an independent music festival. <laughs> no, I <laughs> turn my mic off. Now. <laughs> where's the, where's the no, no. I mean, there's whatever. I, I have my thoughts on, on doing shit for free, but I do believe that, you know, at if you're starting out, there's you're at a different point. And I, I think that like, we are starting out podcasting. We're starting out with YouTubing. We're starting out with fucking Twitch streaming. We're starting out with everything. So like, I know that like we're not worth much, and that's why we're not asking for any money from anybody. But I also know that like, it's okay individually. We are worth something. Yeah, like ten dollars maybe. And that's what our employers will pay us. <laughs> exactly. I don't worth more than that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I uh, I enjoy I enjoy doing the product. I enjoy doing the project yeah. as a thing. But and that's what you should do too. If you're in this industry. You will not make any money, so at least fucking like it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> at least enjoy yourself. Hopefully the passion equates, equals it out. Yeah. But if it doesn't, yeah. don't feel bad about realizing you, you know, don't you, it. It's, it's like okay if you want to go get a job with a paycheck every week that's consistent yeah. and Dude, benefits. Yeah. You do you. I know that I'm super lucky to be in that position doing yeah. what I'm doing. Right. Which is like... It's like three stars in the like vast <laughs> universe is like oh yeah i actually get to do check mark like oh i'm happy oh i'm doing what i like doing yeah. oh my god i'm making money <laughs> okay <laughs> sick like i'm employed by like a festival sick <laughs> i have like healthcare okay wild sick. yeah <laughs> fucking sick well yeah um doing this for about an hour 14 or so yeah. Usually we do about an hour, so cool. I don't know if we want to. Do you have anything else anything you want to ask me? Related to anything? Not Smash Bros. No. Yeah, not Smash Bros. <laughs> no, it's pretty much all Smash Bros. Related. <laughs> that's what it. We're, that's what we're at now. Well, man, uh, we are not partnered on Twitch yet, so you cannot give us your Prime sub. 
yet. But eventually, I hope that you will give me your Amazon money. <laughs> I don't know if everybody knows what. I know what that means. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but yeah, can't not yet. But uh, thank you. I appreciate you. So supportive. Look at him supporting yeah. his fellow rocker. Love yeah. it. Uh, when we eventually get partnered, tell your friends to follow. So we need to get to fifty followers by the end of the month, by January thirty first. So if you are listening to this and you are not following us on Twitch, it's a simple little press of a, of a heart button. That's all you got to do. You just got to let us know. You don't even have to actually like use Twitch either. You can make yeah. one of my, I straight up, one of my friends just made an account and That's just so liked it. And then yeah. that was it. That's and all we need. It. Like it just gets us to that next step to where we can start like doing some real shit. Like you go to affiliate and then you get to like have some other options on there and I want to do some cool shit. Donate like money and it makes really funny noises. And yeah. Things pop up. It's exactly. really cool. If you yeah. do, it's insane. If you yeah. donate money, we can be closer to making really sick merch. Oh, man. Including enamel yeah. pins. Ooh. Ooh fucking right? enamel Exactly. Pins. Now y'all are in. Fucking enamel pins. I got everyone pins. in on this now. Uh, Yeah, I, I want to do some cool shit with Twitch. And right now I'm just playing Metal Gear Solid and... Life is strange. <laughs> we all start somewhere, even if it's 1999. <laughs> it's a good fucking game. Um, yeah. Do you want to just let everybody know where they can find you and plug your shit and let people know how they can pay for your your services yes. if they want it? Um, don't add me as a friend on Facebook. <laughs> don't do that, guys. Don't do that to any of us. Actually, please. That's weird. Because I just I never go through my requests like. Every other month I go through them, and I just don't really care about Facebook too much. But you can follow me on Instagram. It's at underscore M-O-D-O-R-O. And then it's the same thing for Twitter. So at underscore M-O-D-O-R-O. And, uh, yeah, I hope you like my tweets and retweet me because I really <laughs> want that verified back. <laughs> Hell yeah. Love that. A little blue check mark. Yeah, uh, we'll link all your stuff down there, too. And definitely give a follow because you make me laugh on Twitter. Every time it comes through. And I think now, like, I've convinced the algorithm, like, no, please show me her tweets when I log yeah. in. Like, please, Perfect. please show me those tweets. These are, this is the content that I come to your, your app for. If you don't show it to me, I will delete it. It's a garbage fire of a website. But <laughs> I try really my best. Is. Especially since Tumblr basically shut down. It's, like, uh, a very garbage fire. Everybody has some trash it. opinions on that website. Yeah. But it's okay. I hope my opinions aren't trash if you they follow are, me. I feel like they are the least <laughs> trash on yeah. the website. Like, it's it's good to follow people that are just, like, uh, legitimately funny, legitimately, like, interesting to to watch, interesting to see the content from, but then also, like, to see, like, the process and see what you do and, like, be inspired by that, I think. Like, I hope I'm inspirational. <laughs> I mean, there's, like, there's so many creators and, like, I don't think we need to be concerned with, like, creators that are, like, you know, fucking YouTubers <laughs> that have millions of followers, but, like, people that are just, like, kind of local and people that are down to earth and people that are real and like that's where the good fucking content is. Like yeah. people that are just real human beings. Like I dig that. Yeah. yeah. Give me a follow. Um, I obviously have some cool stuff happening this year, which I can't talk about. But when it happens, you'll obviously know it happens when <laughs> I tweet about it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Just be like, that's the shit I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. Thanks yeah. for listening to me ramble. Thanks for uh, being here yeah, and responding to our email. Yeah, thanks for <laughs> responding to – literally just said, no, but for real, though, when you're coming <laughs> no, on our I podcast. Like, oh, God, I – sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs>
Yeah, I mean, it's we just are super chill and just hang out on Twitch. So yeah, this is pretty cool. Yeah, appreciate uh, bringing some friends to the, yeah. the stream too. Hell yeah! Well, man is dead. Says maybe follow my channel too. I'll definitely follow you after this on both this one and my actual Cute. personal channel <laughs> too. Uh, and then anybody else, just follow Lawman underscore is <laughs> underscore dead because why not support small streamers? Yeah. Support yeah, do it. Small and creators. Then also find him on any other social media platform. He puts shows on in Minneapolis, Minnesota, oh, and yeah. uh, they're super sick and a really good person. Also, he's from Rockford, Illinois, so I guess I have to back a homie. But yeah, fair. <laughs> you guess <laughs> obligated. <laughs> but yeah, uh, make sure to support your fellow rockers in your local scene because that's super cool. Yeah. Uh, don't be a dick. Have fun and be kind. Yeah. Yeah. Don't ruin it for everybody else. Uh, yeah. So we don't do outros. So I'm just going to say from all of us here at the Emo Social Club podcast, this has been Ryan. And here we are for NPR <laughs> signing off. Bye. Bye.